Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the God and Hamilton podcast. My name is Kevin Cloud. I'm the author of God and Hamilton, which is a book about the spiritual themes from the life of Alexander Hamilton and the Broadway musical he inspired. Today, I am so, so excited because I'm going to be having a conversation with Lauren Boyd, who is a cast member on Hamilton on Broadway. How cool is that, right? She is in the ensemble. She also is in the understudy role of Peggy Schuyler and Mariah Reynolds. Uh, This is her Broadway debut. She's been on national tours with Wicked and West Side Story and has also been in a number of regional theater productions as well. So Lauren, thank you so much for being here with us today. So excited about our conversation. Thank you, Kevin. I'm so grateful to be here and talk to you. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. So Lauren, you are in the cast of what many people are calling one of the most popular, one of the most successful, maybe even one of the most important Broadway musicals that has ever been created. Um, You know, some people are fortunate enough to get tickets to see the show live in Broadway or in the national tour. A lot of Hamilton Mm -hmm. fans simply listen to the music. They haven't even seen it yet. Uh, And you are in the cast. You get to perform this story every night on Broadway. I know. (laughs) Tell us what it's like being in the cast of this amazing show. Um, It's an honor. I feel so completely blessed. Um, Just every night that I go to the show, I am so grateful. And I thank God every day. I'm just, I mean, there's a million other people who could be in my shoes and who want to be in my shoes. And yet I am there every night getting to do what I love on a Broadway stage. It's pretty fantastic. Hmm. That's incredible. (laughs) One of the things that's really interesting to me about this production is that I've heard so many people talk about it, not just as this brilliant musical, which, which it is, but as, but as something as an experience that actually changed their lives somehow. And I guess I'm curious for you as a cast member, I just would love to hear your thoughts on why you think that happens, why this musical and why this story resonates so deeply with audiences in a way that they would use that kind of language. Right. Well, I don't doubt it at all. I mean, the writing is brilliant. The directing is brilliant. The choreography is brilliant. Um, But then also like Chris Jackson before when, when he, when he started, um, I don't know if he had done this, with other shows previously or, or what his trajectory was with this, but before every show he would gather a circle around and, and pray with a group of people hmm. um, with the cast. And that tradition has kind of, it has kept going and we do that to this day. Huh. We will get in a circle and we will pray before every performance. And so the presence of God is there in the room, in the theater, on stage and with the people who are watching. So even if they don't realize it, they're, they're, (laughs) I think you even mentioned this at one point, they're coming to see a service. Yeah. You know, they're coming to church. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's, it's quite incredible to see people's reactions when they come out. They're like, I experienced something that I I have never experienced before. Hmm. And it, and I didn't realize that coming into it, how much of a, how much responsibility I was going to be presented with when I came in. Right. You know, I just thought, Oh, I'm going to be living my dreams. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I looked at it more selfishly and now I'm like, Oh, this is a service. I'm uh, here to, to serve the people in the audience. That's so, so interesting. It's really, that's so beautiful. One of the, one of the theological uh, ideas that I really love is the, is the idea that God always blesses us to be a blessing. 
And so right. it's interesting that you've had that paradigm shift that says, you know, you came into the show thinking, right. oh, what a great thing that, that God has given this gift to me. But now you see right. it as, oh, wow, God's going to use me when I'm up on that stage to bless other people and to use my gifts to <laughs> to impact other people. That's really beautiful. Yeah, because there's only, what, 30 of us who have been given this platform right. in the world. Right. And, and, and then 30 previous who were the original cast. So that, we are the only ones who have technically um, flown and been on the moon. Right, you know? right. So that will that will not happen for many many people. So yeah, what a responsibility! We have to, yeah, we have a responsibility. We have to use that and keep it close to our hearts. And so love it, and never take that for granted. Love it. That's really beautiful. One of the other points I make in the book, uh, God and Hamilton, that'll be coming out in June, is that this musical is much more than a play. It actually somehow creates a spiritual experience for people. So Rosie O'Donnell has mm-hmm. the famous quote. I think she's seen it 15 sometimes, which, gosh, it must be nice to be wow. rich and famous and living in New York and <laughs> see it as many times as you want. But uh, she talks about how uh, going to Hamilton is like it feels vital to her soul. It feels like medicine for her soul. She said it's kind wow. of like going to church. And I know yeah. I, I was fortunate enough to see it. In fact, I saw you perform it uh, last October, and it was amazing and a oh. gift. And uh, I think one of the things that struck me so much were these moments of transcendence that happens, where in one moment you're sitting there, you're watching this amazing play, but then something happens on stage, and it's weighty, and the entire atmosphere in the theater changes, and you can feel it. You can feel the change happen. Mm-hmm. You can feel the presence mm-hmm. of this truth or this weight, or I would even say the presence of God in those moments. And I, I guess I'm curious, do, do you feel those moments on stage? Do you feel it when it happens? And what's it like being on stage when that does happen? I mean, yeah, you can absolutely feel it. Um, not always, because we are human, sure, and we do have moments where we come in a little bit tired and a little bit run down. Yeah, of course. Um, but there are definitely moments where there's an energy in the audience and on stage where it is intrinsic and it does, you can feel something that is not tangible, you know? Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, and uh, it's quite, quite exciting hmm. to be a part of, of that and a part of this story. Absolutely, yeah. Are there any specific moments where that happens for you uh, in the play? I know for me, the ones that that stick out are when Eliza forgives Alexander for for his betrayal and his affair with Mariah Reynolds, and then and then publishing the the pamphlet that kind of admits that uh, the moment where his son Philip dies and he and Eliza are there for his final heartbeat. Uh, even the even the monologue yeah. at the very end of the play when Hamilton is talking about his life and his legacy. And the bullet from Aaron Burr is coming at him, and the dancer kind of dances it across the stage. In fact, are you are you in that scene? Are you on stage during that scene? During during the bullet scene? during the monologue where the bullets kind of coming across to the stage at him in slow motion. I am. Oh yeah, my gosh, I, I love that scene. So um, the, so those are some of the scenes for <laughs> me where there's just weight and presence. Are are there any scenes or any moments in the show where you feel it particularly strongly? Well, I find it, and you mentioned like three different scenes, but I, um, the, the one that really stuck out to me was the first scene you talked about with Eliza forgiving Hamilton. Yeah. Because sometimes I find it 
and you you mentioned this in your book, um, I find it sometimes difficult um, because of, from a woman's standpoint, forgiving Hamilton for hmm. what he did. Yeah. You know, and, you know, he cheated on his wife. Like, right. that's that's a very hard thing to forgive. And... Um, and then, and then, not so, only not only cheated on her, but puts out this public pamphlet admitting to it right. to try to save his political career, which which is kind of one of those like, right. oh my gosh, it's like a double betrayal now. Yes, and saying that she was in their bed, and oh, like that's a sacred place, and things. Oh my goodness, just even thinking about it, I'm like, I can't. But the way you presented it so beautifully, I was like. Oh, maybe I need to have a little bit more mercy hmm. and a little bit more compassion towards Hamilton because he's a sinner like all of us. Right. And I don't think I've ever weeped so much when I read your book because uh. it it just it just kind of broke down these um these walls that I had put up towards towards him because how how dare I was looking at Hamilton as how dare he do that to me. Yeah, but he sure. didn't do that to me. <laughs> um, but that's what he's that's not what's even around right now, right? And yet that and yet that comment there, I think, is part of what captures people with this story: is that the story becomes our story, that we're transported into the right. story, and it and it does become us. It becomes a truth that impacts our lives, and and we somehow right. enter into the narrative. Um, actually, it's really interesting. Right. Neurologists are studying more and more about the power of story and how what it does to our mm-hmm. brain. And they talk about this idea of transportation yeah. where we get transported into the narrative and the story becomes not something we're watching, but that actually happens to us. And um, again, I Absolutely. think that's part of yeah. why this story impacts people so deeply as well. This conversation has been such a joy, and it has been so fun. I, I am a Hamilton nut. I, uh, I mean, I wrote a book about it, so I <laughs> love this show so much. And it has been so fun getting kind of a sneak peek behind the scenes and hearing kind of your thoughts on it. And um, I just want to thank you for the work you're doing on this show. It is a gift to so many people, and it really is changing thank people's you. lives. You are, you are offering a wonderful gift to the world. So thank you for doing that, and thank you for the time today. It's been a wonderful conversation. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciated our time together. (laughs) Great. And thank you to all you listeners that are out there listening to the God and Hamilton podcast.